I think it's so common in the creative industry between creatives that you sort of get excited about one thing and then you get excited about the next one and it's it's just a little chaos. This is the Beneath the Surface podcast. We are your hosts, Michelle and Julius, and we are here to help you unlock your true potential. Learn from our failures and successes and start understanding what it takes to grow a successful business around your passions. We are a creative couple originally from different countries who are both able to build online businesses by doing what we love. Photography, online marketing, and travel. Let's dive beneath the surface, become better versions of ourselves, and find success in life. Before this episode begins, remember that there is a video version of this podcast available on YouTube. So head to our YouTube channel, Beneath the Surface Podcast, to watch the video version. Welcome to yet another episode of the Beneath the Surface Podcast. This is a weekly podcast that we host with Michelle. At least we try to host it every Monday. Sometimes not on Mondays, but we try to stick to the Monday schedule. Okay, so today's episode is about perfectionism especially for creators who seem to struggle with this the most, us included, very badly. So we just want to talk about our thoughts on perfectionism and how we have sort of learned the positive and negative parts of perfectionism. And uh, I think this is a very important short episode for the people who actually struggle with this because it is a lot of people who have this. Exactly. So I will probably start off by saying that there are certain projects us creators do that require a lot of our focus. We we work on projects that we, we maybe like set a bit too big of a goal. Let's say you're working on a course or a, or, or a product and you're like, okay, this is going to take me like forever to create. And you are probably like one week into the product and you finish like 1%. And you know that there's a long, long road ahead and it's all thanks to perfectionism. And we've all been there. I like trying to perfect every single thing about a project that we're working on. Sometimes it works and sometimes it definitely does not work. I personally put months and months of work into projects that basically completely flopped. And that's, in my opinion, the bad thing about perfectionism is when you work really, really hard on something and, and passionately on something, but you have zero idea of what the results of that project are going. Yeah, that's, I think, the biggest problem. Um, I can talk about a project that I did. I spent months and months, uh, I think it was like three months creating a website for my presets. <laughs> And uh, also like creating the presets, testing them and everything. And at this point, I already knew there was like this market was sort of oversaturated. But I thought, oh, okay, with ads and everything, I might be able to make it work. I put my whole focus into creating it. But the problem is that I wasn't really sure if my audience would be interested in it. And I think this is a really important thing that you always, I mean, it's sort of now a different topic, but you definitely need to assure that before you spend so much time creating it that basically people would actually be interested in getting it. Yeah, especially if it's a if it's sort of a business-related project in a sense that you are awaiting for some sort of monetary gain from it. If you don't know the initial response from your audience, it is very risky to put 
months and months of time into something. But then we have to also take in consideration that during these projects, most likely people learn a lot of things. There's always a lesson to be learned from these type of projects as well. You learn how to create websites better. You probably learned a bit more about how to do ads and so on and so on. And I also learned to not be as perfectionist when creating exactly. a product. I want to share one story of mine. And uh, I, in 2019, I worked on a print shop, which was my most passionate project ever. For a lot of artists and creators, like printing your own work is a really, really cool thing. Like seeing all your hard work come into like a physical form and not only on Instagram or on, on your computer, it's a really, really good feeling. So I invested, I think, 12 plus thousand dollars at the time, which was a lot of money for me, like probably like more than half of the money I had at the time. And, uh, and I bought printers, I, I bought papers, I brought ink, I, I got pretty much everything ready for it. I had silk gloves, I had like, uh, instead of white silk paper, I had black silk paper to cover them. And instead of having normal boring cardboard, like tubes for the prints i customized them and made them black i ordered custom stickers you get the point there was just a lot of work that i put into it and i i designed them really well and the prints were good but i forgot that i have no idea how to market prints i have no idea if the prints that i even chose there were images that people would actually want them on the on their walls i think i think also you forget about the logistics sort of yeah. because since you're from finland um yeah, of course, it's a bit more complicated to ship to the rest of the world. And so it's it really took expensive. like 30, over 30 euros to ship one print. So I had to include quite a lot of, I mean, the price was just too high, but I had to put the price high to get even a bit of profit from it myself. And yes, there were some people who bought the prints, but I just forgot completely that uh, I need to actually pick images that people would want on their walls. Because my, my work was very, very colorful at the time, and it still is quite colorful. And it's not everyone's style to have like super, super vivid colors and like sort of these fantasy concepts on their, on their walls. The market for that is not even near as high as it is for like, for example, normal landscape photography or, or actual art art that we're talking about. But yeah, that was a complete flop project for me. And I was really, really bummed about the fact that I didn't get almost any results out of it. I put all of my heart, all of my energy into it. And that is still one of the projects that up to this day sort of bothers me because I I could have made it way, way better if I would have thought about it less passionately and in a less perfectionist way. Because I, I remember spending nights, like multiple nights, just working on the color grading on the prints. And like I bought like a thousand euro monitor and calibrating devices just to get the absolute perfect results out of it. And I did, but I just didn't know how to then move forward with that. And that is also one big problem with creators is that they work really passionately on projects, but when a project is done, they don't know how to sort of follow up after that. So they launch a product or launch a new thing and then that's it. Then suddenly it's forgotten. Yeah, and that's also where perfectionism can sort of lead to frustration. Um, if you If you really work passionate on a project for such a long time and you really believe in it and you're really excited to release it and hope that you'll actually be able to 
reach success with it and then not really any, anyone is interested and then you think about whoa I invested like months and months studying about it trying to make it come to life and everything and it was all for nothing then of course you sort of lose motivation you sort of question yourself and doubt yourself and that shouldn't happen yeah and in this I think people especially creators when they put a lot of a lot of effort into projects they have expectations they have quite high expectations actually because mm. they see the value in it and they love what they are creating and uh and then when nothing comes out of it it's like a really big demotivating factor as you said but at these points every single person should just look in the mirror because usually the problem lies within your own actions after you have basically created something because the audience audience and always sort of determines if your product is going to be successful or not and uh if you if you first don't bring anything new to the table most likely it's going to fail if after launching a product you don't do anything it's going to fail it, it will probably work for the first few weeks if you have a lot of following on social media and a lot of people know you it might be that you make like thousands maybe even tens of thousands but then it flops after like the first month so to say And of course, if you're doing like big projects, you want to sort of figure out how can you get more out of them and how can you actually, well, promote your product to the point where it will continue growing and growing and growing and growing. And of course, at some point, everything is going to come to an end. You need to create more stuff. But if you spend, let's say, five months creating something, it will be good if you can at least five months to keep the product up and not just one week. So in my opinion, if someone works five months on a project and makes like even 20,000 from it, okay, 20,000 is quite a lot, but let's, let's say like 10,000 from five months of work. It's not really that worth it unless you are in, in an actual job as well and you're working on this thing on the side. But if you are doing it full time and you work on a project for months and months and months and then you don't know how to promote it and get more sort of out of it, then... I think you have sort of wasted more time than you should have. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of creatives already made the mistake, including me and including you. Um, so I think what is more important is that you you get the creative process done a little quicker and then also focus more on the marketing side because this is what we tend to forget quite easily. Yeah, and a lot of creators, they see things in their work that absolutely no one else could see maybe other like creators could see some of the things that could have been done better but the audience who actually is invested in you and invested into your products they most likely won't see the small mistakes they don't see if you haven't cloned them one stick out of your image or they don't see if you if you like fail a little bit in your in your courses and so on like you don't have to make everything absolutely perfect it's I, I personally think that it makes it more human when you leave mistakes in. And also it gives more room in the future for making things better. And then you, then you get feedback. I think the most important thing is that you sort of leave mistakes in, so you save time. And then when you hear the feedback that, hey, this could have been done better. Or, hey, maybe you should focus a bit more on this. Then you can remember that the next time. And also then you will already know if it's actually worth uh, spending more time into updating the design and everything because you sort of know 
if people are actually interested in, in it. When I released my ebook, of course, the ebook is free, but uh, when I released my ebook, I spent a lot of time creating it, but I didn't really pay too much attention for the design. Like, I probably could have done way better in the first launch. Um, but I just wanted to get it out there and the information was uh, valuable in it. And I think that's all that mattered. And then I think a few months later, when I saw that thousands of people downloaded it, I decided to actually update the design and everything. Yeah. And that, that is a prime example of what sort of everyone should think. It's like, don't try to make everything too perfect in the beginning and then update it moving forward. And I personally, in the beginning, when I started to, like making courses, that's when I didn't really have that perfectionism in me for the products. And, and the reason for that was because I simply didn't know how to even make something. I didn't really know like how to edit videos. I mm. didn't know how to be in front of the camera. I didn't know even how to be behind a microphone. I just filmed my courses like this with the bad English and like put some music behind that made everyone fall asleep. But the only thing that mattered was that people got the information from there. As long as you get information and learn something new, the rest is not really that important. My first courses are so not perfect. They're, in fact, I'm sort of embarrassed how bad some of the first courses are. But I still, up to this day, have never gotten a negative feedback on those courses. Yeah, because it's probably only you who sees like that it's sort of weird or or you could have done way better from from a nowadays perspective yeah maybe that's because there's been a big improvement in my self-confidence with things like this mm. and uh and then when you look back to your stuff that you did years ago it just seems sort of like what was i doing and this is just all about the progress as well as an artist it's like i feel like everyone becomes a bit more of a perfectionist when they start to realize where they are in their career and like Maybe that's when like a bit of comparing comes into the picture that you start seeing others who are maybe better than you or others that are succeeding more than you. Then you start to doubt yourself and, and, and that sort of builds up the perfectionism as well to the point where you're literally spending months and months on one single project that you have absolutely no idea what the outcome will be. And this is not only about like business related things. This is also just creating in general. And, and with creating, it's a bit more free because... If, you, if you're creating art, you can't really put time as like a thing that, okay, I will limit my creation time to two hours today. Because it, it should be a free process, but there comes a time when sort of there are unnecessary things that a person is doing for the artwork they're creating that like absolutely no one would see. But uh, yeah, this is a bit more of a personal thing and I feel like when it comes to art, it's good to be perfectionist. I still you, am, I yeah. would say. I, I, I would say I am too, but then sometimes there are things that I just absolutely cannot make better with my current knowledge. And then it's always a bit hard of a thing to swallow because you know that like, I would want to make this better, but I don't really yeah, at this point know I how know to. That. And that has been my like thing with my, my 3D journey so far. Because I, I tried to recreate my most successful piece in 3D and I just couldn't make it look even near as nice as the original piece. But I decided to still post it. I decided to finish it. Was I, was I happy with it? Not like super, super happy, but satisfied to the point that I know that, okay, if I come back to this in a year, I can probably recreate it way better and then just sort of continue from there on. 
So yeah, I, the creative process should also be sort of thought in a way that don't try to force yourself to figure out everything if you absolutely cannot, because it's more important to just create more and more and more and not stick to one project for like weeks and weeks and weeks, unless there there is something monetary to gain from it as well. Yeah, exactly. For example, with my recent NFT uh, that I sold for 5.5 Ethereum, uh, I probably put like over 100 or 150 hours of work into creating it, which is absolutely insane if I think about it, um, which is absolutely insane if I actually think about it, because when I created art in Photoshop, for example, I put maximum like one whole day into it but 3d is first of a whole other world and uh, then of course i i tend to jump into projects so so i don't really think a lot before starting them and how i can make them come to life i i just jump into them and then i face a lot of problems so that's what happened here and that's why it took me so long and i was still not 100 happy with it but i just wanted wanted it to make it as perfect as possible because I wanted my message to come through and uh, well at the end it, it actually paid off which is absolutely amazing I would have never thought that um, I would get compensated that much for it but it, it definitely proved me that it is worth yeah absolutely and and I also feel like when you are sort of in the beginning of something like I feel like a total beginner with 3d and so do you but you're you're not I would say. Yeah, there's still a lot more to learn, but but you know a lot already. I've only been doing it for one month. I like if I personally think about it, yes, maybe there are like the basics like already like handling pretty well, but there's so much there that like I do not know. Every yeah, tutorial I, every tutorial I check I learn something new all the time. And uh, I would have absolutely no idea how to do even like half of the things that I see on like Instagram and Twitter, like I just wouldn't even know where to start. So I personally don't think that I do like know that much, but whatever. Um, yeah, so with this 3D, I feel like a total beginner. And with Photoshop, I also felt like a total beginner in the beginning. Total beginner in the beginning. Yeah, but um, yeah, when I started Photoshop, it used to take me six to nine hours to finish the project that nowadays would take me like 15 to 20 minutes to finish. So so the speed increase in creating art also just comes over time. Same with 3D. Now a project that took me the whole day in the very, very first day when I started will probably take me like 15 minutes now. And the reason for that is because I know the buttons, I know what to click, I know what is possible. And then it's very easier, of course, to get into the final state. But I think with art, it's a bit different than with, for let's say, like monetary project because with art, it's all about the process, but with monetary projects, it's about the process, but also about the end result and about how can you continue after you've finished. Because with an art piece, usually you just post it or share it and then you move on to the next one. But when it comes to projects that include both art and business, that's when you sort of can't do it in a way that you finish it and you post it and then you stop. I feel like it comes to people from the fact how we are so used to sharing content in a way that we post and then we just move on to the next one. And it's sort of this subconscious thing as well as like when you are working on something else, it's like, okay, you constantly need to come up with more and more and more. And immediately when you finish one, you move on to the next. And this is, this is sort of 
I feel like art uh, creators are so perfectionists, but then after a project is done, it's like like complete chaos in their brain and then it's like moving on to the next one. Or even when creating projects, they jump from one thing to the next. And and I do this with my speaking, I do, I do this with time. my art. The speaking I do this is a good example. Yeah. <laughs> when when I get excited about something, I'm just like jumping from one thing to another. And I remember my mentor Bob. Okay, da, do you see? I'm I'm jumping to another subject. Yeah, but uh, when I first had a call with my ex mentor Bob, he said that he like immediately noticed my personality type, which is like the most chaotic, creative personality type ever it's like not really being super focused on one thing at the time and just trying to like focus on millions of things at, at once but I've been trying to get better with it but with my speech it's definitely not there yeah I agree and I'm actually the same especially when I, I'm creating something when I started 3d I was I probably have like 15 unfinished projects I I started them and then I thought eh it's it's not as good as I thought it would be and I don't think it can I can make it look good so I just ditched the idea and, and like jumped to the next one and everything and it just I I think it's so common in the creative industry between creatives that you sort of get excited about one thing and then you get excited about the next one and it's it's just a little chaos yeah and also I think one of the main rules that I had when I was creating, or one of the best rules I had was that I will post everything that I create. A lot of people don't agree with this, but if you go on my on my Instagram account, you scroll all the way to the bottom. Those are like my Instagram is the edits that I have created within my lifetime. There's max like ten pieces within the past five years that I haven't posted. With 3D now a bit more because it's it's been more experimental, but with Photoshop, my routine was very very strict create something every single day. Sometimes I skipped, but but pretty much every single day I stuck to the the schedule of just editing, getting a piece done, posting it, getting it out there. And uh, I didn't care if, it, if I didn't like it. I didn't care if I wasn't like completely happy with it. I posted it. So in the beginning, it was easier for me to avoid the perfectionism. Then when mm -hmm. I moved on, I noticed that, okay, now I'm not really getting like as much done anymore because I'm constantly sort of doubting myself and doubting like my work and uh, and trying to make everything too perfect and trying to make too big of a deal out of every project. I think it, the problem that now is on the creator industry is that everyone tries to make such a big deal out of every project that they're working on. It's like working on a secret project or like well it's work. all about hyping i know it's project. hyping it up but if it's only about one art piece that you are creating as a routine either way i i think it's a lot of time sort of wasted into hyping like one art piece. this is completely i'm not talking about business project now i'm talking about single art pieces that you sort of create routine paced maybe it comes from you just being so excited in one certain art piece that you create because usually you doubt yourself and then you finally get an art piece done that you're so happy with that you want to like hype it up a little bit but I think it's sort of like my main rule in the beginning was just to get stuff out there and that helped me to grow way more than any of the things that I did later on like sticking to a schedule of actually getting things done was was the absolute best thing for growth and then moving on I've grown as an artist to the point that I've sort of like 
maybe even in a sense sometimes went to more of a negative side or like more of like less progressive side and that is just because I started doubting myself so much and nowadays there's just so many other projects that are not creativity related that just take time and I can't stick to a similar schedule anymore but uh yeah I would say if you're in the beginning of your of your like art career or you have started just 3D or if you have started Photoshop, it's really, really important to just put your work out there without sort of doubting it and without feeling the need of making absolutely everything perfect. Because the title of this episode is Done is Better Than Perfect. And that is sort of how I live by with business, with creativity, with like everything. Especially if you're really passionate about the project and you also expect monetary gains after you basically release it, because then it can even be a little bit more frustrating that you actually put your time that, of course, time is money, sort of time is valuable, that you put weeks and weeks or even months into creating something and then you definitely don't reach the goal that you expected to reach. Uh, so, yeah, just just try try to not be as perfect with it and then maybe make it more perfect over time once you know it works. Yeah, especially projects that you can make more perfect, like things that projects where you can actually add or change things afterwards. If you post an art piece on Instagram, you can't really you can't really change it afterwards unless you create like a re-edit or something like that. But I would say with business projects, this don't make them too perfect. No one will see the mistakes or if the people will see the mistakes, they will forgive for those mistakes and just look for updates at some point. But I would say we won't go much further with this. It's it's pretty simple. Time is money. Don't waste your time trying to be perfect. Done is better than perfect. Every single time. I, I've, I've been on this industry for five years and I would say done is better than perfect is the reason why I've been able to sort of get so much done and achieve so much in a short amount of time because I learned the fact that I will never be perfect I will never be able to make something perfect so why bother trying so hard and there have been times when I failed I've tried to be too perfect and it has never worked out and every single time I haven't made something perfect it has worked out or if it hasn't worked out initially I've been able to make it work over time. But those sort of setbacks that you get from trying to make everything perfect and then not getting anything out of it, it sort of drains the mental energy completely. And then you're sort of frustrated to do anything anymore. So that's why it's also better to just avoid perfectionism as much as you can. You'll never be able to avoid it completely. But avoid it as much as you can and, and you will reach more and you will be able to get more done. I think that's that's a good phrase to end this podcast episode. Yeah, exactly. I think that sums it up. So we would appreciate if you could subscribe to the channel, share your thoughts about the subject in the comments. And of course, like the damn video. Thank you for listening to Beneath the Surface Podcast. We see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.